What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, July 5th, a belated happy 4th to all you American listeners. I know most of you probably have the day off today as well, so I hope you're enjoying the extended holiday and uh, yeah, taking some time to listen to the podcast today as you lie at the pool, by the beach, put her around the house, hit the links, what have you. It's, uh, it's great to be back talking about our Boston Bruins. Uh, today on the podcast, we're going to discuss some players that the Bruins are loosely linked to in trade talks and assess kind of the uh, realism of acquiring any of these players. Uh, before we get into that, a quick reminder that you should subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Pocket Casts is what I use. Uh, the podcast available Monday to Friday through the month of July as, yeah, it's going to be a pretty busy one on the hockey calendar. Uh, smash that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. Uh, if you're on Twitter, you can follow along at Ian C. McLaren uh, for my hockey tweets, dad jokes. The podcast is at LO Boston Bruins and Locked On Bruins on Instagram. I'm supposed to mention today's episode is brought to you by the Locked On NHL podcast. You need more hockey news, and Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening around the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories in game recaps. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today, wherever you get podcasts. Now today, of course, could be the final day of the 2021 NHL season. The Canadians Lightning in Montreal for Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final uh, with the Lightning holding a 3-0 series advantage. Now, uh, the Lightning family members were not allowed to come to Toronto for Game 4 for a potential celebration. So, Conspiracy Ian believes that uh, this game, or this series rather, might go 5 games so that the Lightning can celebrate on home ice. Their second consecutive cup win. Uh, remember last year, of course, it was in the bubble, so they were not able to celebrate with uh, fans immediately after the game either. So it would be much better for them or much more fun for them to win uh, at home for sure. But let's get into some summer trade talk. Uh, and I noticed the fourth period. Now, hold on. Let me get into something first when I I mentioned this before but when I worked at the score um, we had kind of tiers of insiders that we would trust when we were aggregating rumors and reports what was publishable what we should wait on for corroboration and with all due respect to the fourth period this is one that we would kind of wait on to be corroborated by uh, the likes of someone from TSN or Sportsnet or uh, the like. So, having said that, I noticed there were a bunch of players on their summer trade watch list that are linked to uh, Boston. So we'll go start at the bottom and work our way up, shall we? The first player that they have linked to Boston is Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender Elvis Merzlikens. 
Uh, they write, Merz Lickens remains a topic of discussion for the Blue Jackets, and there's a decent chance the team pulls the trigger on a trade this offseason. He has one more year left on his contract, which comes with a $4 million cap hit, and the team could package him in a larger deal for immediate help up front. I believe Merz Lickens was in a potential package offered by the Blue Jackets in a Jack Eichel deal. It wasn't nearly enough from a Buffalo perspective, but I guess the logic here is that Boston could be linked as they will be looking for a goaltender to fill in for Tuka Rask while he is sidelined uh, after uh, off-season surgery. Merzlikens, of course, is a very talented goaltender, and like uh, the 4th period said, he's got one year left on a contract that carries a cap hit of $4 million. Last season, he recorded a 9.16 save percentage, uh, which is pretty good for uh, a Columbus team that was out of the playoffs year before that, 9.23 save percentage. He's 27 years old. Uh, now, something that could affect Columbus's plans, the idea was that they might trade one of Merzlikens or Eunice Corpusalo here on Monday morning. We have learned that uh, 24-year-old Blue Jackets goaltender Matisse Kivlinix has passed away at age 24 from an apparent head injury suffered in a fall. Uh, So devastating news for uh, his family, for his friends, uh, for the Blue Jackets family as well. Um, So, you know, any talk of Blue Jackets goaltending trades obviously takes a major backseat here uh, as the Blue Jackets mourn the loss of Matisse Kavlinix. Blue Jackets president John Davidson uh, wrote a statement this morning that uh, was tweeted out by Aaron Portsline of The Athletic. He wrote, we are shocked and saddened by the loss of Matisse and we extend our deepest sympathies to his mother, his family and friends during this devastating time. Kivy was an outstanding young man who greeted every day and everyone with a smile and the impact he had during his four years with our organization will not be forgotten. Uh, Just, yeah, devastating news for sure. And uh, again, all kind of Blue Jackets related news takes a backseat to this at the moment. But having said that, Merzlikens remains a discussion point when it comes to trades. And I can see the Bruins making a play for him uh, with only one year left on his deal. If they can re-sign Rask, that would be a a nice little duo for sure. And having the young guys down in the AHL uh, for one more season at least. Now, uh, the next name on the list is a guy that I've mentioned a few times, and that is Vince Dunn of the St. Louis Blues. His name popped up during the season. Uh, prior to last season even, and he's back out there again. He's set to become a restrictive free agent on July 28th, and Blues GM Doug Armstrong continues to take calls on Dunn, whom they might not be able to afford or are trying to package in a deal for another asset. Uh, Vince Dunn is a left-hand shot defenseman. The Bruins obviously have needs there, and that's before the expansion draft where a guy like Jeremy Lozon or Jacobs Borrell could very well be plucked. He recorded 20 points in 43 games this season. He was a second-round pick 
in the 2015 draft, as was Jeremy Lozon. And uh, yeah, I think he would be a great pickup for the Bruins. Plenty of puck skills, very offensively uh, talented, a great point shot. He can be a big factor on the power play. He's not, you know, the most physical guy, but if you pair him with kind of a Brandon Carlo, they could uh, really complement each other. And we'll get to the St. Louis Blues again here in a bit, as there's another name linked to the Bruins. But before we do that, a quick word about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. Right now, they're offering a limited time flavor called the Grasshopper Cookie. Uh, available this week only, July 6th to 9th, get the new Built Bar flavor, Grasshopper Cookie. It is a Built Bar version of the classic Thin Mint Cookie, all the flavor without all the sugar, 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, only 5 grams of sugar. Uh, So many people have different takes on their favorite built bar they're so delicious there's something for everyone if you haven't tried all the flavors you can get a mixed box where you will get two of each of the nine Uh, like you saw with the grasshopper cookie they're very healthy for you uh, high in protein uh, low sugar right now you can go to built.com and use promo code locked 15 to get 15 percent off your order that's promo code Locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. You will not regret it. Let's move up the list of potential trade targets for the Boston Bruins. I mentioned uh, first Elvis Merzlikens, then Vince Dunn. I should add that at 14 on this list is Jake DeBrusque. And they write, the Bruins dangled DeBrusque ahead of the trade deadline but came up empty. It's starting to sound more and more like his time in Boston may be coming to an end, primarily because the team is trying to maneuver other cap-related moves. He's entering the final year of his contract before becoming an RFA in the summer of 2022. They list Seattle, Los Angeles, and Arizona as uh, being linked to um, our boy Jake DeBrusque. That's interesting note that he was dangled ahead of the trade deadline. Not very surprising. Uh, I would add it's not just because of cap-related moves, but also because they are pretty strong on the left side already, especially if they do uh, re-sign Taylor Hall. At 13, we have uh, Matthias Ekholm. Predators generated a boatload of interest during the season and will certainly receive calls this summer. They've already pulled off the deal for Victor Arvidsson, so they seem to be in a bit of sell mode. He's got one year left on his contract, comes at an affordable $3.75 million cap hit. Uh, They still could command a pretty big return for the defenseman. And uh, the Bruins, again, would be very well served to explore adding Matthias Ekholm. It would have been nice to get two playoff runs out of him, uh, but they held on uh, as they made the playoffs. And we have Boston, as well as Winnipeg, Philadelphia, Edmonton, and Pittsburgh linked to uh, the Matthias Ekholm sweepstakes. There will be no shortage of suitors there. There's another goalie that Boston is linked to. That's Darcy Kemper of the Arizona Coyotes. They're willing to move Kemper if the right opportunity presents itself, apparently. He has one more season under his contract at $4.5 million, and Arizona might retain some of it. Again, the idea is for the Bruins to uh, pick up a veteran goaltender to begin the season at least, with Tugarask sidelined with the 
hip labrum surgery and Boston not wanting to necessarily put Vladar and Swayman in the spotlight uh, with no contingency plan there as well. Uh, Next on the list that Boston would be interested in or linked to is Ricard Raquel. Uh, If you follow Dominic Tiano on uh, Twitter, you would have seen this name pop up over the weekend as well. The fourth period first reported Raquel's availability during the season, and the Ducks continued to entertain calls for him. He's entering the final year of his contract, which comes at an affordable cap hit of $3.8 million, and his versatility of playing both wings would certainly come in handy. Raquel, uh, this past season for the Anaheim Ducks, he scored... Uh, Only 9 goals, added 19 assists, a down season for Raquel. Uh, He has hit the 30-goal mark twice for the Ducks, uh, but his goal production has tailed off in recent years. The Bruins and Ducks do have trade history. Uh, Nick Ritchie, Andre Kasha coming one way, David Backus, Danton Heinen, picks, prospects going the other way uh, last year. Do they uh, reopen communications from uh, across the country? We'll see, but that would be certainly a guy that would look good on the second or third line uh, for the Boston Bruins. Connor Garland, we've talked about uh, already. It doesn't sound like the Coyotes or Garland are anywhere close to working out a contract extension, and teams believe Arizona will move him this summer. Boston, Toronto, Edmonton, Florida, Los Angeles, very much interested at the very least and uh, that is a name that I would love to see come back to Boston. Garland had a very excellent season for the Coyotes still young still uh, kind of not finding his game but maybe still kind of burgeoning as a star player. Another 2015 draft guy 39 points in 49 uh, games for the Coyotes this past season, and he too would look very good on either the second or third line for the Boston Bruins. Johnny Godreau is another player whose name has come up recently. The Flames are expected to shake up their roster this summer, and moving Godreau could be part of the retool. He has one year left on his deal, and he has expressed a desire to stay in Calgary, but he might be their most valuable tradable asset he does have a pretty heavy 6.75 million dollar cap hit Godro this past season of course the Flames did not make the playoffs and Godro uh what did he do this past season 19 goals 30 assists 49 points in 56 games uh he's you know two seasons removed from a 99 point season and uh he is a left-hand shot but, uh, you know, if you can acquire a guy like Johnny Godreau, then you can make some room for sure. Uh, would that, you know, remove the possibility of re-signing Taylor Hall? Would they value Godreau over Taylor Hall, uh, knowing that Hall is already a good fit with the Boston Bruins? Uh, that's a great question to ask, and, and we'll have to see what uh, the Bruins think there and what they perceive his value to be and what they'd be willing to give up. I know they would love to add a Noah Hannafin to that trade, a guy that they have been big on for quite some time. Uh, the next name might come as a surprise to some people, and that's Phil Kessel. 
He has one year left on his contract and a $5 million bonus payout set for July 1st. Once that's paid out, his actual salary owed over the full season is only $1 million, a very attractive number for a team looking to add a top six sniper. His cap hit would remain $6.8 million, uh, but the Bruins would only have to pay him $1 million in actual cash. The Maple Leafs are still on the hook for $1.2 million of his uh, full $8 million AAV, and the Coyotes might be willing to retain some, maybe even up to half, so that they can get the right deal for Kessel, who also owns an eight-team trade list, uh, which he could expand if enticed to do so. So, in reality, the Bruins could get him at, uh, you know, one million dollars cash and a reduced um, cap hit if the Coyotes are willing to retain some money to kind of dump. Uh, the full extent of his contract. How great would it be to have Phil Kessel back in Boston? He, of course, would be fantastic on the second or third line for the Bruins as well. Uh, Maybe some people would balk at that, but I would be uh, very much into that idea. Vladimir Tarasenko, also linked to Boston. He owns a full no-trade clause, but he's willing to waive it for the right team. The Blues are scouring the market for a trade, but there's no guarantee that they will find one, but it's well known that he is available. Calgary, Vegas, Carolina, Boston, and the Islanders have been linked to the 29-year-old. He carries a $7.5 million cap hit. He's also a left winger. So again, any talk of adding someone on the left side, you have to consider what might uh, happen with Taylor Hall, whether that eliminates that possibility. The biggest areas of need for the Bruins are on the right side, and on uh, defense. Speaking of defense, the final player on this list is a guy we've talked about as well, Oliver ekman Larson. He's willing to expand the list of teams. He will waive in his no-move clause uh, beyond Boston and Vancouver. The Coyotes are fishing for the right deal to go back to him with. It's believed the Coyotes may also be willing to retain a small portion of his $8.25 million AAV to help facilitate a trade. Boston, Vancouver, Seattle, the Devils, and Rangers believed to be interested or linked to Oliver ekman Larson. Uh, we've talked about the merits of adding him in the past. Uh, for, for my money, he's way too expensive, uh, a bit too, I wouldn't say too old, but he's 29, so you know, pushing 30. He'll be on uh, or under contract for another six seasons. So that, uh, to me, is um, quite prohibitive to say the least so yeah that's the list of players boston is apparently interested in or being linked to in trades keep in mind again uh the uh, context of it being maybe not the uh, most trusted sports in hockey uh, circles but still some uh, merit to it i think and uh, definitely worth keeping an eye on for the Bruins as they uh, continue their off-season retooling. Before we move on to some news and notes from around the NHL, let's talk about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, UFC, and MMA. Before the next event, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, 
sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Speaking of sign-up bonuses, right now you can use promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at Bet Online, Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Let's finish with some news and notes from around the NHL. And again, the big story here on Monday morning is the passing of Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender Matisse Kevlenix, who passed away at age 24 as the result of a tragic accident. He suffered an apparent head injury in a fall. Medical personnel were called immediately, but he succumbed a short time later. Uh, He signed with the Blue Jackets as a free agent in May of 2017. And he went 2-2-2 with an 8.99 save percentage in eight career games with the club. He was also Latvia's uh, starting goaltender at the 2021 World Championships, where he posted a 9.22 save percentage and one shutout in four games. So our uh, condolences go to uh, his family and to the entire Columbus Blue Jackets organization as well. I mentioned the uh, Lightning have an opportunity to take care of the Montreal Canadiens in Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final tonight, and that could kick off the off-season calendar, which will, of course, include the expansion draft, the entry draft, uh, free agency, trades, and the like. Uh, So keep it locked here to Locked On Boston Bruins for all the latest when it comes to what uh, general manager Don Sweeney and team president Cam Neely have up their sleeves in terms of player uh, movement and tinkering the roster for what we hope to be uh, another run at a Stanley Cup with uh, this, whatever remains of the core, uh, intact. Before I log off, just a quick reminder to get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts for all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. That is it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. You can also check out the Locked On Kraken podcast, our newest uh, Locked On hockey podcast. A good friend of the pod, Chanel Keenan, on there over the weekend. Uh, So you should definitely check that out. Hope you all have a great holiday. And we will be back tomorrow with some more Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.